Uh, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another day of the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Along with uh, Trent Condon, Ken Miller taking you right up until uh, 2 o'clock today. Local sports on your radio every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Cyhawk Week, our final show of the week. Uh, it's a football Friday. Tons of football, as you would come to expect. Uh, if you've listened to uh, any part of the shows that I've been a part of over the 21-plus years, we're going to do a lot of football today. We're going to be all over the college game. We'll be all over the Cyhawk. We'll get into the NFL. Uh, we'll start, obviously, with last night's game and boy, the country is celebrating as the Patriots go up in flames. How about that one? Yeah, how much? Uh, how's that 16-0 and looking now? Uh, not very good. Uh, but you know what? You, you, just before you throw the dirt on them, <laughs> maybe better tap the brakes a little bit. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick will have uh, something up their sleeve. You can bet your bottom dollar next time they take the field. But how about the Kansas City Chiefs? And how about Alex Smith? My God, what a performance out of him last night. The best thing that happened, it's a two-fold attack, in my opinion, when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. They got the quarterback of the future, and they lit under a fire under the quarterback of the present. Alex Smith had a great training camp, and, and look, if you take a look at the stats, just real quick, Trent, normally here's the, one quarterback was 28 for 35, four touchdowns, no interceptions, threw for 368 yards. One quarterback was 16 for 36, didn't throw a touchdown pass, and 267 yards. Which one was Tom Brady? Well, I mean, the one with the big numbers you and the four think. touchdowns and over 300 yards. Did you see that stat last night that they had up? Which one? Career stat starts, number of career starts with 300-yard games. Yes, I did. It was only the six. And Terry Bradshaw. I, who would have thought that, right? right? With those receivers, the Hall of Fame receivers mm-hmm. that he had in Swan and Stallworth, uh, I, you would have thought that... Uh, that there would have been a lot more. I agree with you. That uh, jumped off the television screen, and um, and I know they were talking about that on the on the uh, set as well. Michaels and Collinsworth, uh, but football is back, and it was a great way to lift the lid. and the, And the country celebrates today. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Tip your cap to that dynasty, and it is a dynasty. But if it's coming to an end, and well, let's not overreact after one week. But boy, if you're a Chiefs fan, you got up and you had a bounce in your step today. Boy, did they look good. They really and did. And after the first half, first of all, felt like it was 14 nothing. Should have been, and who knows what would have happened, right? I, I totally agree with you. Don't have a good feeling. Yep. Don't don't see Kansas City coming what, back. What, how point. big was that when we look back in you know, the 2017 season for right? the Chiefs? How, stop, how big was that? Will that stop be week number one first quarter of the entire season? My God. And I was saying yesterday that I didn't think Houston could ever replicate what he had in 2014 and the 20 sacks and all that. Yeah, and but for the first 30 minutes, you looked like you were on to something. And then the second half came. Played like boy, Justin Houston well. did. Yep. I mean, he was playing physical. Derek Johnson's running around making plays at Yeah, let me eat a little crow on that now. one because back-to-back Achilles yeah. and, uh, and big salary, I thought he was... One of those guys that you thought might be a casualty, a cap casualty with the injuries, the ages you mentioned, a great point. But, boy, he looked like a young kid. <laughs> he did. And Marcus Peters is great. Yep. But then on the other side, I mean, huge question marks on that sure. other side. And you know, they just continue to find mm-hmm. ways to do it. I, you got to give so much credit to the defensive staff and, yep. then of course, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is much blind. And there have been plenty of times. So is his quarterback. Yes, yeah. That. Watching a game on Sunday, what is Andy Reid doing? Mm-hmm. I've I've asked that question many times before, but we give so much credit to Belichick for consistency, deservedly he al- so. He also has Tom Brady with him. Mm-hmm. 
the consistency that Addy Reed had starting in Philadelphia and what he's brought now to Kansas City, mm-hmm. I think is overlooked a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I agree. That that guy deserves more credit than he's gotten. And uh, yeah, there'll be times he's still got to prove it come playoff time. You know, the NFC Championship losses, the losses with the Chiefs mm-hmm. in the playoffs, they've been plentiful. Mm-hmm. But for a regular season coach, so this side of Belichick, not many you can line up and take over Andy Reid. No, I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you're pretty happy with uh, with the guy that's uh, you know in the, in the head coach's office. I, I agree with you. Uh, it's going to be a great division. I think it's a fascinating. The AFC West, the Raiders aren't going anywhere. I don't know what to expect from Denver. A lot of people think the Chargers are going to be better. And if uh, if they you know if if you had a consensus dark horse pick in the AFC West, it would be the Chargers. Yes, that uh, that hold that distinction. I mean, the Raiders are going to be good. Chiefs are going to be good. Who knows? Quick number on the Chargers because I, I'm kind of buying them a little bit. Okay, what what why what makes you buy first of all injuries last year mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. but uh, this number jumped out. They were three and six in one possession games two years ago, and they were one and six last year. So it's got to turn. You would the, think the NFL, right? The NFL even more than college. Now there's some teams that always find a way to win that. The NFL tends to even out even more than right. it does in the college game. So that was a number that. I heard yesterday, I said, oh, maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. love for me from the Chargers. That Monday night game is going to be excellent, though. Yeah, except you got to wait till 9.30 for <laughs> kickoff, and then it's even worse. you got to wait for Beth Moens to crack. And look, this is me killing women announcer. Mm-hmm. I've said a million times, and I'm one of the few. I didn't mind Pam Ward. Yeah. I didn't. I don't, didn't, don't mind her calling game. Beth Moens makes my teeth itch. Oh, she's, she's awful. I call her the pirate because everything is R. 15 yards. Yeah, that's a good one. The Pirate. Well, the great news is this is what you can do, Ken. You got DVR, right? I do. With your satellite, your direct TV. So just hit pause for 10 seconds, flip on the radio on 1700, and you can listen to the radio call with... Now, since there's two Monday night games, I don't know if you're going to get... Oh, Kevin Harlan's going to do one, and who's going to do the... That's a good question. But... You'll get Harlan and Boomer together. You'll, you'll well, it'd be somebody. better than Beth Moens, let's put it that way. The and bar's not set real high there, by the way. <laughs> you can sync it up that way. I'm going to do that. to go yep. and uh, get a call that you'll enjoy. Plus, if it is Kevin Harlan, boy, there's not many better. No, he's, he's really good. But, you know, you wait You wait since, when was the, whatever, January 1st, right? Whenever the last Sunday of the season is, you wait all that time for your team to take the field. They're the, one of the the two last teams to take the field. It's not a normal Monday. There's a doubleheader. It's nine thirty at night, and then you get the double whammy because when they go live, the you're looking live, and here she comes. And look, this isn't a woman bashing thing, right? You folks out there bash Joe Buck all the time. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? There isn't any. You're gonna bash announcers, bash all of them. Fair game. That's yeah. that's the territory that uh, that comes with the territory. All right, let's move on. Uh, it's an unbelievable week in college football. We know it's highlighted here locally by the Cyhawk game. Trent, it seems like, well, today is Friday, and um, there's national guys, there's local guys, everybody's, a lot of people going on record with this matchup and picking this game. I'm surprised the overwhelm, maybe I'm not because it's the brand that Iowa is and it absolutely is. It resonates nationally. That's why this game, when the point spread comes out in Vegas, makes you always scratch your head because it seems like I was getting too much love in this football game every year, but they're the national brand. And we're seeing that in the way these guys are picking this foot and gals are picking this football game. Um, Overwhelmingly, Iowa is the choice in this game. I would have to figure a big part of it is what they did also last week against Wyoming. 
doing that against Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. People know Josh Allen. Yeah. They don't know Wyoming football. No, they, but they didn't know do that. their homework and realize, you know, that he's kind of a one-man band out here. But people don't. They right. see the score. Hey, they, they intercept him twice. They held him to three mm-hmm. points. Boy, that defense has got to be salty. And they played Iowa. well. And you just you go there and you pick the Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. And nationally, I mean, when we're breaking, we're taking a look at Georgia-Notre Dame. We're not digging in as deep as obviously we do here sure. for Iowa State. So right. nationally, that's kind of the case. Does that game move your needle, by the way? There's so many other games at night. I like that one a lot. Do you? Yeah. I might not see a play, Trent. Really? Clemson, Auburn, Stanford, USC, and oh, by the way, Ohio State, Oklahoma. See, that's obviously number one. Me and too. I, out of the, those four games, I'd say number two for me is Georgia Notre. I'm is really it? interested. four for me. Really interested in that one. Auburn Clemson. Freshman quarterback for Georgia. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, and how about Kirby Smart now, what he's going to have on his hands? What if they go into Notre Dame, win that football game, and then, oh, Eason, he's healthy a week later. How do you handle well, that? And they love the freshman. Yes. They do. They do. That's the talk there that this guy, mm-hmm. uh, how do you handle that? It's a good question. You keep calling him Tony Eason, too. I, 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 I didn't even say his first name that time. Yeah. I just said Eason. Cause I, keep, I heard Tony uh, yeah, Eason. Yeah, because I said that the other day. I stayed away from Jacob. I'm not, I just call him Eason now yeah. because I've You've called him Tony lesson. a half dozen times throughout the summer. <laughs> yeah, we all have we all have one of those. <laughs> that, that and I'm still saying San Diego Chargers. Those are the two this summer. Well, that's that going to be tough. Be. That's yeah. going to be that's going to be yeah that'll be that'll be very tough not only in in this room with you and I but uh, around the country it's it's the old habits die hard yeah. right they're the San Diego Chargers for crying out the Rams out. are easy because they were the L A Rams before they once were this is different yeah and even that one tripped me up I think a couple of times last year yeah you know. St Louis might have snuck in there a time or two well great uh, great way to start off the regular season the NFL last night it was uh, terrific terrific football and the Patriots go down in flames but they'll be back uh, just tap the brakes a little now obviously the Eric Berry thing uh, lingers out there I. You've heard so much speculation that it is going to be worst-case scenario, so I'm just going to go ahead and anticipate that, that Eric Berry's, unfortunately, if you're a Chief fan, probably going to be lost for the year. Good news is, as we talked about, the front looked very good. Mm-hmm. And no Poe out there in the middle anymore. No, we're he's a plug, Falcon. We are able to plug that gap. Yep. It's, I was not big on this Chiefs team, but you continue to talk about what you saw from Smith going downfield in the preseason. preseason. Yeah. And I saw it too, but... I figured he'd revert to old form when when the bullets were live and, mm-hmm. and everything got going. Not the case last night. Taking he was not shots. checked down Alex Smith, no, was he? No, not at all. He looked like a different quarterback. He did. And, uh, yeah, one day in, I'm ready to change my thoughts on the Chiefs. I, I still thought they'd win 9-10 games, 12 13? Well, I picked them to win the division, and I'm yeah. not coming off that. I've still picked the Patriots to win the division. I'm not coming off that either. <laughs> right, they yeah. all, have, after all, do reside in the AFC East, and that thing is is theirs for the taking. There's there's two teams in that division that are tanking. You well, know? sure, absolutely. Buffalo and the Jets and the Jets for sure. And Miami's Miami. going to be better, I think. You, you still I like love Adam Cutler. Gase, and I love Cutler. You still love Cutler. Any quarterback with an arm like Cutler's, any quarterback that's got a gun like that, I'm I'm on board. Shady cars get you too, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, we'll take a time out. We're going to get right into our last look, Dylan Monster Rapids Gazette. We'll get our last look at the Cyclones with Dylan. Uh, go right into Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. We'll do likewise with Tom. Get our last look at the Hawks. Bama Bob will be here this hour. Coming up in hour number two, we're going to lead it off with some NFL conversation. The head cheese.com how big is this one in week number one seattle and green bay wow 
right out of the shoot. You Packer fans out there, Dave Sinekin will join us every single week, all season long. He covers the Packers at theheadcheese.com. He'll be here. Former Iowa State quarterback Austin Arnod will jump in at about 110. Then we'll head to the desert. Go inside the numbers. Jason Symbol, CG Technology. How did the properties do? Did the betters win last night? Did the books win last night? I'm guessing that the books had a pretty good night. I had Chris Andrews on during drive time yesterday. What did they need they at were, South Point? They were big Chiefs fans last night. They got their wish. They did. Yeah, that'll and, be big for them. And they said in-game wagering, they knew it was just going to continue to pile on. Yep. And I'm you sure know what it else did. it killed too a lot last night? There were a lot of parlays. I'll yes. get through the I'll get through the Patriots. I'll be one down. Yep. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> Take my three team teaser. Yep. I'm gonna drop it down to two. I'm feeling great. Two, two and a half. They'll win that game at least by a field goal. Eh, that ticket my, burn it up before Sunday. My best friend in the world, right? The Louis. Um he bet seven games. All of them keyed to the Patriots. He teased them all down. Mm. Patriots, I think uh, minus two. Not so fast. <laughs> Back to the drawing board for a lot of people like him. We'll take a time out. We're late. We'll get to the last look. Dylan Mons, Tom Caker coming up next. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Come and catch the Iowa versus Iowa State game at Tipsy Crow Tavern. We're throwing the party of all watch parties. Watch the big game on an 18-foot jumbotron, the biggest TV in town. $1 Bloody Marys to the first 500 people in the door, and $4 Stella Tallboys all day. The Tipsy Crow Grillmaster will be hard at work with beer brats, burgers, breakfast burritos, and tacos. Tipsy Crow Tavern will also be having bags tournaments all day. Tailgate package giveaway that includes four tickets to an Iowa State football game that will be drawn for at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Cooler, apparel, four tickets to the game of your choice. Stay after the game for Chase and Ovation, America's only Prince tribute band. These guys are selling out everywhere they go. It's the Tipsy Crow Tavern's Iowa-Iowa State Watch Party. Downtown, 3rd Street, Des Moines. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Reliable towing. The forecast today is for skin itch and irritation because with warm weather like this comes all sorts of bug bites and rashes. The best way to be prepared with the power of 10, Cortisone 10, the any itch cream that brings fast acting, long lasting relief, relief that lasts 10 full hours. So let's revise that forecast because with Cortisone 10, your day is looking a whole lot better. That's the power of 10, Cortisone 10. Use as directed. Fall is the best time to feed your lawn. With 10% off Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Weed and Feed and Fall Lawn Food at the Home Depot. Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard feeds your lawn to build strong, deep grass roots for winter when you need it most. So it'll be lush, green, and beautiful next spring when you want it most. Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Weed and Feed and Fall Lawn Food. 10% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. 
Valid through October 4th. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Busy Friday on the Ken Miller Show. 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon, myself talking local sports with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Time to get our last look at Iowa and Iowa State and how convenient. Well, they they match up against each other this week. How about Dylan Mons, Trent? We love this guy. Yes. Up and coming, terrific writer. Going to be a sports journalist hopefully for a long, long time. At Iowa State, all off season. Yeah. Morehouse and Mons get together over at the Gazette. They do their two-minute drill. Did Morehouse hold him down and twist his arm? That's or? what I would guess. Uh, Morehouse is kind of a tough guy, you know, hockey guy. A hockey player, yeah, right? Yeah, got the big beard going. Dylan, did Morehouse bully you into picking the Hawkeyes? Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I, it's kind of one of those things where you have these ideas maybe in the preseason, you have – 
this picture of how things could go. And just after week one, it really kind of gives you a good idea of, of what can happen. So I, I did pick Iowa to win the game uh, by a touchdown. But I, I think it's one of those where uh, it's, it's going to be close. Obviously, I was, this Iowa State team's improved from what it was last year. Iowa, I still think, does have some questions. But the way Iowa is able to control uh, the ground game right now from the things that I have been able to see, I think that's just going to make it tough on Iowa State at this point in their development. Yeah, Dylan, I, I certainly understand. I mean, this this game is absolute toss-up either way. Um, Trent and I are on record. We're going to stay with uh, with Iowa State in this football game. But I but I could see how you could uh, – you could change your mind on this one. Well, what would lead you to, what would you see in the first quarter tomorrow potentially that might make you say, ask yourself, boy, maybe I should have stuck with my gut feeling on this game. Uh, what what could Iowa State show early in this football game that uh, uh, that could get their fans um, thinking, you know what, we are going to knock off the hated rival from the East? Yeah, I think it's going to be a thing where Akram Wadley stopping him is going to be the forefront and focus of that defense. Um, just the way he was able to kind of get around the Wyoming defenders and, and just kind of use his full range of skill sets. I thought he, he had some nice moves and was able to, to kind of really do whatever he wanted there against Wyoming. So if he's able to do the same against Iowa State, I think that's going to push them over the top. But if Iowa State's able to kind of contain the edges, um, make make him average maybe like three yards of carry, things like that, hold him hold him down a little bit, uh, force Nate Stanley to throw a little bit, get him uncomfortable. Um, that's a big plus. And then Iowa State, obviously, last week against Northern Iowa was able to force uh, a couple turnovers in the fourth quarter, the pick sixes, and then had another interception uh, in the second quarter. So I think if they can um, hold the running game down a little bit, maybe force a couple turnovers, get that um, ball control back, I think that's going to go a long way for them. Uh, we saw you and I do a lot of damage on the ground with Trevor Allen, who I think is a really nice back, and was I was glad to see him have the success in Week One that he did against uh, against the Clones. A lot of that yardage was piled up. Seemed like misdirection, kind of threw uh, the Cyclone defense for a loop. Um, I, I, I'm, I look, we we have to assume that Iowa State is going to take a look at that uh, tape, and they're going to realize that uh, we need to clean something up in this respect. Misdirection killed them last week. Assume. Uh, that they have uh, gone to work on that this week. Yeah, that, that's the thing that really stood out to me is they were able to kind of uh, do some different things in the running game and not really just run straight ahead at them. They were able to kind of um, do some counters and do some misdirection, as you said, and, and things like that. So Iowa State's defensive line, I thought, at times brought um, some good pressure, and Ray Lima took on some double teams that I think opened some holes for the linebackers. But the linebackers have to be really sound in their gap responsibilities and assignments against Iowa because, um, you know, Joel Lanning said that he, he felt okay once he got out there and got going, but he said obviously there's things he can clean up. Marcel Spears, another linebacker, I thought played really well and was athletic, but there's things that these guys can clean up, and they're really going to have to be on point against Iowa because we know the offensive line is, is traditionally strong for, for the Hawkeyes, and it's a thing where um, they're not going to make a ton of mistakes, so you really got to be sound in your responsibilities and, um, and really kind of, like I said, just be as, as uh, on point as you can be. Dylan, uh, offensive line. David Montgomery had a nice night against UNI last week. A lot of that, though, was David Montgomery. They still are a work in progress. Tom Manning, I told Ken yesterday, after what he did with that group last year, he's always going to get the benefit of the doubt. But give me a guy or two up front along that offensive line that need to have one of their better days if they're going to be able to run the football successfully. Yeah, I think uh, Jake Campos, obviously, is a guy, if you're a senior, 
um, he's going to have to have a really good day. Obviously, being that left tackle on the blind side, um, that adds another little wrinkle to it. So I think he's going to have to be good. Uh, Julian Good Jones in the middle uh, is going at center. He's going to have to, um, you know, be sound too, and he'll get the a lot of the point of attack and a lot of that Iowa pass rush up the middle. So. Uh, I'd say those two guys are, are probably the biggest keys just because they're the veterans. They're the guys that have played the most snaps. But um, it's going to be a, a, a big measuring stick and, a, and a, a big test for that offensive line because we know there's talent, but uh, there's also some inexperience from a lot of those guys up front. And with the rotations coming in, with Sean Foster coming in, guys like that, um, you know, it, it's going to be quite a steep difference between what it was from Northern Iowa to Iowa. But um, like I said, it, it'll kind of show maybe where they are in the in the growth process. All, all of these players, for the most part, all have a motivational something drives them uh, in each and every Saturday, Dylan. But Mike David Montgomery, I mean, look at Akram Wadley is a phenomenal player, phenomenal player. We talked about him all week long. Everybody brings up Akram Wadley when they're talking about keys to the game. Might Montgomery use that as as his chip on his shoulder type of thing to? You know, to show the Cyhawk rivalry that, uh, you know what, he's pretty good in his own right. And he certainly was against you and I, but that was against you and I, and I was a different animal. But might Montgomery use all the Wadley talk this week as, uh, you know, something that he can build on? Yeah, I think David Montgomery's the guy that doesn't, uh, he uses anything to his advantage. Uh, anything he can use to, to, you know, psych himself up, get ready for a game, anything like that. I know uh, running backs coach Lou and he talked about it. In fall camp, it's it's like he's got a, a, a big boulder on his shoulder, and uh, you don't really have to poke it very hard for him to get motivated. And uh, you know, I think he he obviously has a, a wide set of skills too. He can catch a ball out of the backfield. He can run over guys. He can kind of dance around them, and and you know has has quick feet. So uh, I think he's a really big key to the Iowa State offense. And it comes down to can they get him room to to get out there and run a little bit? Can they? create just a little crease because uh, with with what he brings uh, in his running style and running ability, they don't have to give him a ton of room, but um, you know that, that's going to be the biggest key for him. So I think he can um, use a little bit of that hype around it as motivation, but he stays pretty well with, within himself, I think. But, um, you know, I don't know if he'd talk too much about using that as motivation, but I'm certain, that, I'm certain it's, it's at least a part of his mind in some way. Dylan Mon, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. Thank you, Dylan. We'll talk to you on Monday. Appreciate it. Yeah, sounds good, guys. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Dylan Mons, uh joining us. we got the Cyclone side of things. Let's uh, head to the eastern part of the state at the Hawkeye perspective. He's Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. He joins us each and every Friday in this spot. Tom, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Tom Cakert, how are you on Cyhawk Week? I'm doing good. Uh, Going to embark for the central part of the state here in a little while. So you're spending the night over here. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I got a few things I got to do early in the morning. So gotcha. um, I got to I got to be over there early with this uh, eleven o'clock kickoff. Uh, it's going to be a, a circus getting to uh, Jack Trice, I believe. Yeah, I believe you're right, Tom. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the walking wounded. Some of the guys that uh, you know, Boone Myers. Uh, he was one of the guys that uh, Kirk listed this week. Sounds like he's going to play. What are you hearing, Tom? Is there anything that uh, any scuttlebutt out there that uh, guys may or may not play? I think the the best news for Iowa, is, and this is nothing against Keegan Render, who I thought did a nice job, but James Daniels is back at center, and that's a big addition for Iowa because he's really kind of the guy that drives that offensive line, and he's one of the best 
at that position in the country. So uh, getting him back in there, moving Render back over to his natural position, and and then you just got to hope that uh, uh, Alaric Jackson learned a lot in his first start and uh, is ready to go because it doesn't seem like Boone's going to get that shot. It's a an ankle issue, and that's just a tough position to play with uh, with an ankle injury because you just got to be able to get out there on on the edge rushers. Tom James Daniel so important to this team. Was it a knee scope? What did you hear there? And it sounded like early in the week. Yeah, he seems uh, that he's going to go. Was the word there? Anything here later in the week that you've heard? Yeah, I I had heard that maybe it was just like what he had done last year, which was just to kind of clean it out and get it ready to go. And that's like two years in a row that that's happened. Mm-hmm. So um, I, that's that's kind of what I've heard, but um, they have not confirmed that. Nobody's confirmed that, but that's kind of – and he could have played last week. He felt like he was ready to go, and uh, but they wanted to, you know, be careful with him and because he's just – coming back from this procedure. Uh, Tom, any in the in the back of your mind, any fears that Nate Stanley's first road start? It's been a big talker all week and uh, obviously it's it's I think it's I think it's a fair point. I do. It's uh you know, kids first start, it's uh, going to it's their in-state rival that's going to be in front of 60 plus thousand uh, rabid fan base. Sure, there'll be a number of hawks in the building, but it is a true road game. Why do you think Nathan Stanley holds up tomorrow? That's probably the one of the determining factors of tomorrow's game, in my opinion, is yeah. And the the added concern is that he put the ball in the deck several yeah, times. Ball security, too. I agree. And if he does that this week, Iowa's going to lose. There's just no two ways about it. I mean, the Iowa State's going to cash in on those things where Wyoming couldn't, and the, uh, Iowa's going to be in deep trouble. So. Yeah, it's it's a big concern. I mean, he it's not like he's a, a fourth year junior who's now become the starting quarterback. This is a true sophomore and young guy, and he's going to be going into as hostile an environment as as he's going to face all season. And uh, it's to me that's the key is if he plays uh, do no harm kind of level, just kind of manages the game. I think they're going to be fine. If not, if he struggles, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a long day for Iowa. You're number two of the Matt Campbell regime, and with it, uh, some shade being thrown on each side. You got the Twitter wars. You got Ferentz's summer Brian coming out and ha- making his comments about those guys and names. You know, on and on and on. Uh, rivalry building between these two coaching staffs is this feel different than some of the past staffs that we've seen with Iowa and Iowa State. You know what? I'm just amazed of just kind of looking back at it um, and, and trying to be objective is how does Iowa's offensive coordinator get in the head of a head coach at a major college? Mm. It just, it just kind of, it just starts. And I realize it's kind of a different dynamic because it's not just any offensive coordinator. It's the head coach's son. Sure. Uh, but it just, that just strikes me as weird. You wouldn't have seen it anywhere else, but it, it's pretty clear that Brian's kind of gotten in Campbell's head a little bit just by some of the stuff that they've, you know, the, the farmer stuff, the, you know, the, he was hashtagging move the rock and everybody knows that <laughs> Iowa had to break the rock thing. It's just, he's the, the tweaking, but that's just kind of the nature of this rivalry, but it's, it's a little more, um, trollish, at this point, from both sides, more than anything else, you know, you wouldn't have seen this between 
Kirk Ferentz and Dan McCarney. You just wouldn't. They were, there's a lot of mutual respect there and friendship. Uh, even Paul Rhodes, you didn't see it, but um, Paul was just blustery. That was just all he was. But it was. This is just more trolling than anything else. Mm, great for business. <laughs> really, really <laughs> it is. is. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Tom, I, I asked Dylan Motz about, you know, the, do you think uh, David Montgomery's sick and tired of hearing about Akram Wadley, and might he use that for, you know, added motivation? Conversely, I have to think that, you know, uh, Rugamba and Jackson are sick and tired of hearing about Lazard and Butler and all the and, and that's legit. I mean, these guys are really good. Yeah. But uh, but the Iowa secondary, I got to think, is going to play with the chip tomorrow as well because they they want to prove that you know what that uh, uh, these Iowa State receivers sure they're good. But um, we, we we've got something up our sleeve for them too. Yeah, and to me, that's uh, on the other on the flip side. It's the the other key to the game is. If, if Iowa State's passing game isn't effective, I don't know that they have uh, a real shot at winning. I think that's their kind of path to victory is if Park has a big day and it's Lazard and Butler and Ryan and all those guys just kind of running free. And if that happens, Iowa's in, in deep trouble. On the flip side, though, and you mentioned Wadley, you look a little dive a little deeper into the numbers, and Iowa ran for almost 200 last year against Iowa State, and we probably could have done a lot more. Uh, last week, you and I's running backs averaged seven yards a crack. Did, yeah. I mean, and and if you dive deeper into Iowa's numbers, it didn't look great, but there's a, you know 23 yards and losses on Stanley in there too. If you take those out and you look at just the pure running back numbers, Iowa averaged almost five yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, to me, I, if Iowa can run the ball, they're in great shape. Yep. That's what it always comes down to. No doubt about it. Yeah, Trevor Allen had a really nice game. Misdirection killed Iowa State against the Panthers last Saturday night. Tom, enjoy it over here in the central part of the state. We'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, as always, Tom Kakert. Okay, thanks, guys. Yep, Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Our last look, Dylan Monts on the Cyclones, and Tom Kakert on the Hawkeyes. From the local matchup, Trent, to college football and a national perspective with Bama Bob. He's coming up next. We continue here on the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. 
It's time to shop at Macy's. Something special going on? That's it. Specials. Hundreds of them. Hundreds of specials? Hundreds. Fashion for you, me, the kids, jewelry, shoes. Anything special for the home? Yep. Hundreds of specials for every room. Electrics, too. Or we get an extra 20 or 15% off. With our Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Okay, let's go. You're coming? Well, yeah. I'm special, too. Aw, just get in the car. It's time to shop at Macy's. Extra savings, exclusions apply, including special savings off sale prices. Special Olympics Iowa will host the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge presented by Lincoln Savings Bank on Sunday, October the 15th at Jordan Creek Town Center in West Des Moines. The Polar Plunge is a signature fundraiser for the Special Olympics and offers a unique opportunity for individuals and organizations to raise money and support Special Olympic Iowa athletes by jumping into the frigid waters. All you have to do to take the plunge is raise $75 and register for the event online at soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You can register individually or as a team. Last year, the West Des Moines Polar Plunge raised over $55,000 for Special Olympics Iowa. All the proceeds go back to the over 14,000 athletes in Iowa and fund the Special Olympics programs that they participate in. The Polar Plunge will start at noon on October the 15th with a post-party to follow. There's still plenty of time to sign up, so head over now to soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Trent Conrad along with 
along the way on the uh, 1700 KBGG in the 1 o'clock hour. The head cheese, Dave Sinekin, will be here to preview Packers and Seattle. Former Cyclone quarterback Austin Arnaud will head out to Vegas to get Jason Symbol in here, CG Technology, see what's going on in the desert as far as gaming on these particular games. But right now, as promised, in his uh, same spot each and every Friday and, well, Monday, I guess, too. He's Bama Bob as we talk college football. Bama Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine, Kenny. How are you? Doing fine. Before we get to uh, Eric Berry, it is official. He is out for the year. Chiefs have made oh. that official. Yeah, terrible. Uh, but oh. Bama, the uh, the country uh, celebrating uh, today as the Patriots go down in flames. Hey, uh, during the break, Trent asked a great question. I'm going to let him go first because I think this is a really good question. I'm anxious to see how you answer it. Assuming that you and I have the well, go ahead, Trent. Yeah, uh, after Oklahoma, Ohio State, that's the headliner. Game days there, yada yada yada. After that one, a lot of other compelling games. What's number two on your list, Bama? Most intriguing games for you this Saturday? Um, well, you know, I actually had thought about that uh, a little bit going in. I, obviously, Oklahoma, Ohio State headlines it. It's really a tough question because, to me, I, it'll probably Stanford-USC, mm-hmm. mainly because it's a conference game. Yeah. Um, I know it's not a divisional game, but it's a conference game, so there's a lot more riding on that. Uh, both these teams, well, particularly one of them, USC in particular, has national championship aspirations. Gonna, you know, They struggled week one against Western Michigan. They're going to face a really tough physical opponent. Stanford's won the last three. The games at the Coliseum, I mean, listen, I know we get excited about the Rose Bowl, as we should when it's full, but the Coliseum, I think, is a great historical venue for college football as well. So probably that one. Uh, the Clemson-Auburn uh, game, to me, is very intriguing. You know, Clemson really, everybody thought was going to be down because of Deshaun Watson. They still might be. Can't take a whole lot out of the opponent last week in Kent State. Uh, Auburn comes in with with, with uh Sit them at quarterback and, and, you know, banged up in the running game, but they're going to have Cameron Petway to kind of pound at that Clemson defense. After that, probably Georgia-Notre Dame. Um, again, I, I love these games, the, these whole these true, you know, home games, if mm-hmm. you will, not the neutral site. Last week was in all the neutral sites, you know, save for uh, A&M out of the Rose Bowl. I do love the Georgia-Notre Dame game, but, I don't think either one of these teams are really in the national championship hunt necessarily uh, or expected to be. Uh, and even though I do love the game, I give them both a ton of credit, as, as all of them, for, for scheduling these games. Um, you know, that would probably rank, you know, maybe fourth, if you will, on this week's list. Hmm. Bama, uh, I'm, I, I like it. I like your reasoning behind uh, going uh, Pac-12 over like the the ACC SEC matchup to me is just so good. I I'm buying this Auburn team um, maybe more than I thought that I would. I, I don't think they're going to knock off Alabama, but I think that they're going to be a tough out. I really do. And and Clemson now that what we've seen has gone on with Florida State, all of a sudden the uh, ACC the, their defensive uh, of of the ACC the Atlantic Division. I mean, that's clearly back on the table anymore because we just don't know what's behind Francois at this point. So Clemson-Auburn, to me, can you can you make a case that, I mean, who do you like and, and, and how difficult is it to take a side in this one? Because I think it's a complete head-scratcher. I do, too. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the line is. I think it may be Clemson by, what, four or five, maybe something like that. Right in um, there, yep. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, I, 
if Auburn had Carryon Johnson, I would really, I, I'd really lean toward them because he, you know, Cameron Pentway, he's kind of a battering ram. You know, I, I expect him to get the ball. If all for Auburn to be successful in this game, I know everybody gets excited about Stidham and the improved receivers and everything mm-hmm. else, but I think for Auburn to go on the road and win in Death Valley, I think Petway's going to have to carry around 25 times for probably about 125, 150 yards. And that's where I think that losing Carryon Johnson last week to a pulled hamstring is really going to hurt because that they were really going to – Auburn was really relying on them to be a one-two kind of thunder and lightning kind of punch uh, this year. Petway didn't play last week because he was suspended. Johnson gets hurt, now Petway's back. But, um, listen, if, if they had all their bullets, I, I would really give – and I still give Auburn a, a chance, and then more than a puncher's chance. I think they're pretty good on defense, but you know what? Kelly Bryant, he sat behind Deshaun Watson for two years, uh, who I think is going to go down as probably the greatest player in Clemson history uh, without question. And he came out last week, had a great game. We didn't know what he was going to expect. Obviously, the competition steps up this week from last week for both teams. Auburn played a team in Georgia Southern that runs a triple option and, and really can't throw it as well as some high school's. Uh, down here in Alabama, they were, you know, redshirt freshman quarterback and it just looked awful on offense. So a big test for both of these, but you're right, Ken, I love it. SEC, ACC, these two teams only separated by maybe 250 miles, different conferences, night game, grass field, uh, true road game, you know, the recipro- reciprocation of what was, turned out to be a really good game last year in Auburn that, that Clemson snuck out of there, I think, 19 to 13. So, uh, it's got all the makings, and I give Auburn a chance, maybe 30, you know, 35% chance of winning this game. Really wish they had on Johnson there as well, though. For the first time since the 1960s. This is a crazy stat. Georgia will be playing a football game north of the Mason-Dixon line. Unthinkable. 1965. 1965, yep. the last time they headed up there. Will it be a yep. rude road trip for the Bulldogs, or they got to go up there and show that SEC dominance? You know what? I don't know about SEC dominance, but I, I like Georgia in this game, and I'm going to tell you why. I know that they've, you know, Easton got hurt last week. Uh, I don't, you know, I haven't seen. I don't know if it's a season-ending injury, but I know it's a long-term one. Jake Fromm is going to start. True freshman came in in relief against Appalachian State. It was not bad. We all we all remember. Uh, we kind of know what that program was <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Um, but. I tell you why I like Georgia, and I like them because of the running game. Uh, you know, Chubb and, and Michelle, uh, I think they're just going to load up. They're, now, obviously, Notre Dame probably knows this and is going to try to load up the box and, and you know, with eight people or whatever and try to prevent that, but I don't think they're going to be able to totally shut it down. And I, I think Notre Dame has improved. I think they're better. Uh, they, they, they should be under Brian Kelly after whatever this is, year seven, year eight, whatever it is now uh, up there, which, which is amazing when I, when I saw that. But I, you know, Notre Dame favored by five. I, I'm definitely taking Georgia in the points and because I think they're going to be able to bleed the game a little bit. Even if they don't score, I think they're going to they're gonna be able to have some drives, you know, you know, two, three, four series maybe. Maybe get some points out of it on a field goal, take some time off the clock, whatever it happens to be. Manage the game for the young quarterback. I think he's going to be able to make some plays at some point. And don't discount the little dump downs to Chubb. You know, when he goes back, if they can protect him and get Chubb on a linebacker, I mean, this, this guy's as good as there is in, mm-hmm. in the SEC. He's really, you know, he had the horrible knee injury a couple of years ago. Could have gone to the NFL, didn't, came back. 
Um, I like Georgia in this game, I, I, but again, I, I, I love the fact that we're going to have Notre Dame in prime time, true road game against a big time uh, blue blood SEC opponent. These are the kind of games I think early on in the season that really get fans excited. But all that said. I like Georgia in this one because of the running game. Mm. Well, Ohio State's got one of those ones you love as well, Bama, as Oklahoma pays a visit. Uh, a week ago last night, we saw Indiana and Legal, the quarterback uh, for the Hoosiers. And, Grant, they've got some receivers. They do. I think that was one thing that we came away right. with after week one of college football. But Baker Mayfield's a whole other animal. Ohio yeah. State seemed to struggle against a quarterback who's throwing the football. Baker Mayfield will do just that. I give Oklahoma a big, big chance, Bama, and boy, does the Big 12 need to take this scalp. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, you know, Oklahoma State, if, if they don't, Oklahoma State's going to be kind of carrying the banner. They're on tonight, actually, in the game down yep. in Mobile, about four hours from here, which, uh, you know, against South Alabama, I expect them to, you know, take care of business, although you know, the Jaguars have been a little, uh, you know, they've knocked, they knocked on Mississippi State last year and, and, and that sort of thing. So they're used to taking on big opponents. However, back to this game, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised at the line on this one, Kenny. Seven and a half, more than a touchdown for Ohio State. I know the game's in Columbus, but you're right. The takeaway for me, you know, forget the second half comeback and everything by, by Ohio State. They did what they needed to do. But we saw how Ohio State struggled physically. It wasn't scheme. It wasn't, you know, anything they were doing schematically. It was just they were bigger physical receivers that were taking advantage of smaller Ohio State defensive backs. Now, at home, I expect them to play a little better. But the thing that Mayfield gives them that the Indiana quarterback didn't is Mayfield will tuck it and run. I mean, you know, Legal, he was not a threat to run the ball. Uh, he made some great throws, and they had some big receivers out on the edge. But, man, you know, Mayfield, I, I think Oklahoma has a chip on their shoulder from last year. They lost this game in Norman. Uh, I think the fact that they're going to be a more-than-a-touchdown underdog, even though it's on the road, I think that's going to stick with them. You know, kind of the X factor here, guys, is, is Lincoln Riley. I mean, this is really his first big-time showdown as a 33-year-old head coach taken in, in his second game in charge taking the team into Columbus, Ohio, against really one of the, you'd have to consider, top two or three coaches in the game today in Urban Meyer. So uh, I like, I give Oklahoma a, a good chance in this game. I, I do just off of what I saw last week, although everybody knows week one to week two, the adjustments uh, that you make are usually the greatest. But uh, Oklahoma's going to be coming in with a chip. They're going to come in confident, cocky. That's just the way Mayfield is. Uh, I think he's going to want to make up for some mistakes he made last year and you know, I tell you what, after what I saw, like I said, again, against Indiana, uh, they're going to have to play a lot better on defense or Mayfield's going to pick them apart. Bama, 90 seconds, the biggest one, even with all those big games inside our state, is, of course, the Cyhawk game, Iowa-Iowa State. Your thoughts on this one as we tee it up tomorrow morning at 11? Well, listen, you guys know that I, I know this game doesn't get a lot of run nationally, although it is on ESPN, too, which I'm glad to see. Um I love this game. I always have you know, ever since I lived there. Both teams coming off a win. Iowa played a much better, much cleaner game than Iowa State did. Uh, we, you know, the well documented the two pick sixes early kind of gave them some momentum. They struggled a little bit. Um, I thought Iowa played better than expected against uh, you know what may turn out to be the number one overall pick. They really shut him down. I was very impressed by Easley and then Fant, the tight end, is a weapon. I mean, he this sure guy is. looks like. Tight, you know, tight end. I mean, he. I think he's going to play somewhere 
on Sundays at some point. But uh, I like Iowa in this game. It's, it's again, it's the same reason. Um, I, I just think that you know, Wadley running the ball, and then I know Allen. I'm sorry, the the quarterback for for Iowa can't think of his name. Stanley. Uh, Stanley. To, yeah, exactly. I keep wanting to call him Beathard. He's gone. Um, Listen, inexperienced, didn't play a great game, but I think those weapons, just, to me, that's something Iowa's missed the last couple of years. And, and they've got them now on the edge, and I think Wadley running the ball again. Kirk, nobody is better, really more conservative, bleeding the clock, taking away, shortening a game, if you will, in my opinion, than Kirk Ferentz. That's what he likes to do. He's old school. Um, I think he'll be able to do that. I just think Iowa played so much more of a cleaner game uh, last week against a better opponent, I think they're a little, maybe a little more ready to go into Ames. But you know, that said, it's a rivalry game. Who knows? Uh, you know what what Campbell's been kind of dialing up and holding back for this game. That to me is kind of a uh, sort of an X factor. He's got a you know Lazard out at, at receiver now. Uh, I think is going to be is he's got he's got to be big. I mean, he has to be the best player for Iowa State. You have to have your big player step up in big games like this. So to me, he's. For Iowa State to have a chance, he's got to have a really, really big game. But I'm taking the Hawkeyes just because I think they're a little more well-balanced and and really look good on defense against a quality, quality quarterback last week. Bama, enjoy the weekend. Terrific weekend of college football. We'll recap it with you Monday at 1240. Thank you, Bama. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Good to talk to you, Bama Bob, talking college football here on the Ken Miller Show. We'll come back. Hour number two. More football to get to. Dave Sinek and theheadcheese.com. You Packers fans will preview Packers Seahawks. Former Iowa State quarterback Austin Arnott is here. We'll head to Vegas. It's 1700 KBGG. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Come and catch the Iowa versus Iowa State game at Tipsy Crow Tavern. We're throwing the party of all watch parties. Watch the big game on an 18-foot jumbotron. The biggest TV in town. $1 Bloody Marys to the first 500 people in the door. And $4 Stella Tallboys all day. The Tipsy Crow Grillmaster will be hard at work with beer brats, burgers, breakfast burritos, and tacos. Tipsy Crow Tavern will also be having bags tournaments all day. Tailgate package giveaway that includes four tickets to an Iowa State football game that will be drawn for at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Cooler, apparel, four tickets to the game of your choice. Stay after the game for Chase and Ovation, America's only Prince tribute band. These guys are selling out everywhere they go. It's the Tipsy Crow Tavern's Iowa, Iowa State Watch Party, downtown 3rd Street, Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-383-2104. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-383-2104. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 800- 383-2104. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-383-2104. 800-383-2104. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support.